This is the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! Lost through the mists of time, the never-before-told tales of the terrific twosome of Toronto, August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men who served the city that he loves through the dark days of depression and war, and his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joined him in his quest as the Flying Squirrel. The secret case files of... The Red Panda! This episode, The Power of the Mind! Are you in? No. This is just an incredibly realistic life model decoy. Feel free to leave a message. Have you ever considered making sense for more than two minutes at a time? You get ever so much more done in a day. Do you happen to see me writing here? Because I certainly feel like I'm sitting here writing. That's not writing. That's typing. I see you working from handwritten notes. You have a problem with handwritten notes? No, they're adorable. I suppose you did them with a quill pen, too? (laughs) Hilarious. I write late at night. I'd rather not keep the whole house up with my clocking. You could just try sleeping. Tried it? Not very good at it anymore. Was there something you needed? Well, since you're inviting me... (laughs) Inviting? Listen, Peach Pit, I have no idea what I did to rate a visit from the great Roxy Ripka, but I have actual work to do. No, you don't. I'm sorry. Your column is in. It's been in for hours. And your editorial. You pulled them both from the folder in the third drawer on the left and sent them downstairs this morning. I watched you do it. How? I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but the walls of your office are made of glass. I also had a peek at that folder when you were in the ladies' room. You are trying my patience, Ripka. It's full. The folder. It's overfull. You're weeks ahead of yourself. If you get any farther ahead of yourself, it won't even remotely be news anymore. You must be the original insomniac. All right. Spare me the investigative reporter's eye. What do you want? A few moments of your time, of which you seem to have plenty. I need information. Backstory. Something that happened during the war. Lots of things happened during the war, and don't pretend you're too young to remember it. No, But I am too young to have been Jenny on the spot for every Red Panda story going back to the Depression. But you are not, if you don't mind my saying. This background you need, it's a Red Panda story? It is. And I'm trying to fly under the radar here so as not to be scooped yet again by a certain bespeckled bumpkin who shall remain Harry Kelly. He's got a Red Panda fixation a mile wide. And Bones in archives loves him like a baby brother. So I can't go down there for background, or this operation is no longer covert. So, uh, what makes you think I'll help you? I thought I might appeal to the sisterhood. Knock <laughs> it off. You don't buy any of that corn any more than I do. Well, I suppose not. 
But I know that Mama Bear thinks her former cub does his best work when he's back on his heels, and he's been pretty full of himself lately. Perhaps being scooped by an industrious girl reporter is just what he needs. Close the door. Excellent. What do you happen to recall about Project Daedalus? Daedalus? <laughs> That was a good one. As I recall, it went a little something like this. Dr. Macquarie, I'm Raquel Archer. Oh, Miss Archer, how wonderful to meet you after all this time. It has been a long time, Doctor. Thank you so much for coming. Well, I scarcely felt I could refuse after all of the support you have given to my work, especially given the lack of well, marketable results. You. You have been extraordinarily patient. So many investors seem to equate science with magic. They expect immediate results. Patience is our watchword, Doctor. Right this way. And as for equating science with magic, well, you might be more right than you know. I don't understand. I'm sure. Top floor, please, Tompkins. Miss Archer, uh, about what you said. Patience, Doctor Macquarie. It's a virtue not only in others. Yeah, yes, but I. I didn't mean to give you the wrong impression. I mean, my work is purely theoretical at this stage. Yes, It... of course. But in the entire history of things at work, there has been a point at which they were purely theoretical. I know, ma'am, but my focus has been limited on unlocking untapped potential within the human mind, and in spite of positive results within limits, there is only so much that one man can do. You could not be more right, my dear doctor. One man working in isolation can only achieve so much. That is why you have all been brought here. That why we 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 all. You didn't think you were the only one, did you? Dozens of scientists working for the betterment of mankind, our expansion into a wider world of untapped potential. Each of you, an expert in a narrow field, brought together at last, combining your work to make the man of tomorrow today. I don't really think that I. Oh, oh my! Who? Who are all these people? The fathers of a new world, Doctor Macquarie. Geniuses and innovators unrecognized for their brilliance. All funded by me. All unlocking the secrets of human potential. All coming together to bend reality to our will. But, ma'am, this this seems. Forgive me. This seems ethically questionable. Aren't we? Aren't we playing God, Doctor? You must know that there are millions of dollars. Pounds, rubles, and Deutschmarks being spent in an effort to bring a conclusive end to this destructive conflict. Battle armor, jetpacks, super soldiers—not to mention endless tons of conventional weapons. What if the only way to end it all was to build a better human, unleash the true potential within us all? Well, I uh, obviously an end to war is, is well. It would be the best possible use of my research. It is more than just research now, Doctor. It is your patriotic duty to see that the discovery we sit at the cusp of is made by men of conscience as well as science, to see that this power is not perverted to evil ends, to usher in a new age of peace and nirvana for all mankind, of which you shall be the founding fathers, revered for all time. Well, I that that sounds quite yes, yes. Doctor Macquarie, welcome to Project Daedalus. Any luck, Pappy? Have I ever told you how fond I am of that nickname? You know, I don't believe that you have. And what would a sensible girl have inferred from that? 
You wouldn't know what to do with a sensible girl. You'd be bored to tears. You may be right. I have no intention of ever finding out. That's sweet. You ever going to answer my question? Remind me. Any luck? Ah, that was it. And no. There is nothing to indicate that this Dr. Macquarie didn't intend to return home when he walked out the door. Clothes are still in the closet and drawers. Suitcases under the bed, as are his galoshes. The desk is another matter. If Macquarie was actively engaged in any sort of research, there's no sign of it. Stolen? Doubtful. The valise he was known to carry is missing as well, suggesting that whatever isn't here, he carried it off himself. Hmm. Think somebody could have spirited him away? Possibly. But why? His work was esoteric at best. Macquarie is a proponent of the untapped potential of the human mind, but he never had any real success in his studies. No publications in journals of repute, no commercial potential, certainly no military application. If I've learned anything from a couple years of war, it's that everything has military applications. A point of view you share with Colonel Fitzroy. Ouch. No need to get personal. I didn't mean to imply that I disagree. One missing fringe scientist might be bad luck or foul play, but this is seven that we know about. Seven? You're telling me there are seven missing members of the Tinfoil Hat Club in town? No, but there are isolated reports from across the country. Benefits of a national network, I suppose. Oh, hooray for the home team. Any club with a no girls allowed sign is suspect in my book. No argument. But in this case, they seem to be on the trail of something. Here. I lifted a copy of the file. Profiles of the missing men. It makes for interesting reading. ESP. Pyramid power. Telepathy? <laughs> this case has more flakes than a box of pep. No one disputes that point. But someone certainly seems to be collecting them. And in each disappearance, it seems to be something of a coincidence that the scientists in question were missed at all. They were of independent means. They lived alone. So... There could be more than seven, and we just don't know about it? I would be frankly astonished if that were not the case. There is circumstantial evidence that suggests two of the researchers were headed for Toronto, and now Macquarie has gone missing. It all seems to indicate a trail that leads here. Or at least that's what Fitzroy thinks. And this is how we drew fruitcake duty? Couldn't Doc Rocket have done this? How? There's nothing for him to... Fly at or shoot. All I'm saying is we've got enough on our plate with archangels stomping around, making the world safe for Nazi students everywhere. I mean, I don't wish any of these loony birds harm, but how big a priority is this? The thinking is that if someone else wants these men and their work, there must be a reason why. <laughs> Unless we can guess what that reason is, I don't know how we get started. They don't seem to have much in common, except... Uh, Certain academic eccentricity. Hmm, and a certain financial independence. Yes, that... Wait. Follow the money? Yeah, it sounded like something to me, too. None of these guys have ever proved a single crackpot theory, or invented anything practical, but they all pay their bills with mad science somehow. Think if we find out how, we might also learn who and why? Maybe even where... You're beautiful, you know that? I love you too, Pappy.
Operations to control. Operations to control. Do you read me control? This is control. I hear you perfectly. Let's not sully the moment with a great deal of radio jargon. Sorry, Miss Archer. You impress me, Mr. Henderson. Your mind is as clear in mine as if you were standing in the next room. Thank you, ma'am. The operation is proceeding as planned. Any, Any sign of trouble? We have been monitoring all police bands. There has been no mention of the Empire Bank. But let's move quickly, shall we? Yes, ma'am. Dangerfield has frozen the minds of the customers and staff. They're all statues, but I don't know how much longer he can hold this many people. Six minutes, 45 seconds is his personal best, and I expect no less. Do you have the bank manager? Yes, ma'am. He has resisted all of Wilson's attempts to take the vault combination from his mind. I could have Norman rip the door off the hinges. No, thank you. A psionic blast like that would drain his energies, and we need Norman's mind at full power to carry away the bullion stored within. We need the combination, even if Wilson needs to destroy the man's mind to get it. What was that? I could actually hear something... Yes, ma'am. It was the bank manager. It was Wilson. He... We have what we need. Signaling the truck now. We should be out in minutes. Excellent. Well done, Mr. Henderson. But you must toughen up a bit. I hear everything, you know. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is he down in there? He's just finishing up. Let's just give him a moment. Dr. Carlson, you look white as a sheet. Yes, I'm sorry about that. I, I am, I'm a trained physician... A man of science, but it always disturbs me when confronted by the sheer weight of things I don't understand. Well, the Red Panda's hypnotic powers are a science, too, you know. If you say so. I'd be just as happy if he kept them a secret, though. But I think he might have managed to help this man. Did he learn anything? I don't think so. But it was the first sign I've seen that the victim was still in possession of a mind to reach. Let's go in. Hey there, boss. You all right? That was... Taxing. The damage done to this man's mind is unlike anything I have ever encountered. Will he recover? I couldn't say. He's in a severe state of psychic shock. I have no idea how to treat that. I'm not surprised. I just invented the term. Oh, good. I don't get it. Nobody else who was in the bank was hurt, and they didn't see or hear a thing. But they did. They each reported seeing a bright flash of light and a loud sound at the instant immediately before the theft of the bullion was discovered. Hmm, the weather's been clear all day. Yes. Several members of staff observed that the clocks suddenly seemed to jump ahead several minutes, but when the police checked, they were all set to the correct time. What does any of this mean? It means the bystanders to this impossible crime were frozen, like flies in amber. Their senses were open and aware, and... Each of them received several minutes of light and sound in what was to them the same instant. I've seen the effect before in subjects frozen with certain hypnotic techniques. So, our bad guy has hypnosis. I don't think so. No technique I have ever encountered could produce an effect like this man's injuries. Why freeze the others and tear him apart? He's the manager of the bank. The only one that could open the safe, and there were three-quarters of a million in strategic gold reserves being held there. And there it is. This is bad. What can you do for my patient? Not much more than I have. But I know someone who might be able to help. I'll make some calls. Thank you, Red Panda. So the bad guys have... what kind of power, exactly? The kind we don't really understand, and 
therefore can't possibly defend against? Oh, good times. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. I'm told you have a progress report, Dr. McQuarrie. Oh, uh, Miss Archer, I, I don't you think You look that... quite pale, Doctor. I hope you are not unwell. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm sure that I will be fine. I just need to sit. You have made extensive modifications to the equipment, Doctor. Oh, yes. It, it was necessary. The next series of experiments requires uh, dramatically more power than before. More power? The machine already kills 20% of test subjects. Uh, yes, I'm... I'm so sorry about that. The, those poor men... They... Those... Poor men gave their lives in the pursuit of something tremendous and noble, Doctor. The dreams of the Daedalus Project are bigger than any one man. Bigger even than 20% of men. But we are yet a modest operation and only have so many test subjects to throw upon the fire. I am disturbed to see the machine in quite so many pieces. Yes. Some of the group working on the Crystal Matrix felt certain that the power we needed would have to be transmitted in the form of a ray. I am puzzled why you felt you needed more power. The experiments have succeeded in producing subjects with telepathy, subjects with psychokinetic power, even some who possess rudimentary precognition. It is a level of unfettered success that did not seem to merit a return to the drawing board on this level. My investors would be disturbed by this development. Investors? I thought that Project Daedalus was funded by your foundation. We all report to someone in this life, Dr. Macquarie. Even I am no exception. The techniques under development would have satisfied them. But but not truly unleashed the potential of mankind, Miss Archer. Not truly have created the man of the future if he is subject to a mechanical process to unleash his ability. But with these modifications, I can open the power of the mind on a cellular level. Cellular? Yes. We can allow these traits to be passed on from generation to generation like any other. We can take a bold leap beyond the achievements of natural selection and and truly advance the species beyond our wildest dreams. Create a new utopia. You can bestow this power onto an entire race of people? Yes, that is one way of looking at it. I think that might please my board of directors greatly. How close are you? Very close, I should think. Except that the ray still seems... To kill every test animal exposed to it instantly. Well, keep at it, Macquarie, day and night. You have moved the goalpost of success. Yes, I... Oh, oh dear. Doctor, what is it? Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Archer. I have a... Uh, I have a condition. My heart... I, I manage it with medication, but I had no idea we would be here so long. I'm afraid I have... Run out of my pills! You should have said something. I was afraid... Uh, afraid of stopping when I was so close to achieving something real at, at last... So close! We will get you what you need, my dear doctor. You will be well, and all humanity will know your name for what you are about to unleash. I promise you that they will. I have news! The Evening Chronicle? Funny man. What are you reading? The most authoritative tome I could find on the subject of psychic power in humans. Anything we can use? No, it's complete nonsense. I thought you said it was... I said it was the best that I could find. I didn't say that it was any good. It's ironic. If we were dealing with magic or the reanimated dead or technology left behind by space aliens, I would have something to work with here. 
There is simply no documented case of humans with this kind of mental power. There's no scientific basis for this at all. Okay. True or false? Your my mind is in your mind stuff is more than just what most people call hypnosis. There is a degree of mind-to-mind -mind contact. It also took years of training to develop and hone through ancient techniques and disciplines, and I don't have a fraction of their power. But if that potential exists within the human mind, if it can be trained and developed, then maybe it could be artificially augmented, say by dozens of misunderstood quacks. Are you so sure there's a connection between the two cases? Tinfoil hat scientists disappear. Tinfoil hat supervillains appear. Seems pretty logical, don't it? Does it ever trouble you the kind of things we use logical to mean? It used to. I got over it. I just don't know how we can defend ourselves against powers that shouldn't even exist. I don't know how to protect you. Have I ever struck you as being in need of protection? I didn't say you needed to be protected. I said I needed to protect you. A distinction that is subtle at best, and also depends upon us finding them, which thus far we have been unable to do. Do I detect a segue? That's my guess. Worth always ready to pick up his cues. Are you suggesting that we've had a lead pan out? Two weeks and three impossible robberies, and we've actually caught a break. Could be. That one doctor, uh, Macquarie. He has kind of an unusual prescription. I think his physician may have studied at the same mad science correspondence course that he did. It's not really my field. I remember this. We had agents watching pharmacies and apothecaries in case someone tried to refill the order. And we just got a hit five minutes ago. Old man Finalman is stalling the delivery boy until we can pick up the trail. See, no matter how much power they have under the hats, a bum ticker still brings them down. You're making several large assumptions, aren't you? I have been known to do so. Yes.、Hmm. Don't look so glum. We'll take these jokers down. I suppose we'll have to. Hmm. I like the red panda swears it better. So do I, my love. So do I. Henderson, what are you doing here? I am waiting for orders. You have your instructions. You are supposed to be quarterbacking the play. I don't understand. The raid on the mint, you idiot! This was planned to the most meticulous detail. The mission was scrubbed. Scrubbed. Who would dare? I think we both know the answer to that question. How do you know about him? Why don't you try and guess? Oh, I see how it is. I was assured that you and your fellow guinea pigs were nothing more than innocent dupes, that you had been promised power and privilege, and your own baser instincts had led you to offer up your minds as playthings. And you were naive enough to believe it. I admit it never seemed quite right. The leadership offers power to no one whom they cannot control. Even you, Miss Archer. The surname was a calculated ploy, wasn't it? I don't know what you mean. Please, innocuous enough to fool the scientists who took your money and bought into the altruistic fantasies of Project Daedalus, were the subjects of their experiments, the lab rats who used their new powers in the service of your campaign of crime and sabotage. They were all supposed to read into it, weren't they? Archer, Archangel, yes, I suppose you were. It was supposed to keep you in line. If you imagined you were working directly for the hand behind the Nazi fifth column in this country, you would obey without question, act without hesitation. But he betrayed me. What makes you say that? You're here, and there's something that you want. Why should I want anything? 
Your efforts have been nothing less than a total success. You know about the machine. I do, in fact, know about the machine. But you didn't want me to know. You didn't want anyone to know, did you? Not yet. Not until it was tested, until it was proven that it could do what they claimed. I would have brought it to Archangel as I have brought everything else. He feels differently. He feels that you were keeping secrets, acting on your own. No. I am a loyal servant of the Reich. Show me this machine. What do you mean? It's right here where it always was. It's simply been modified. Show me. <sighs> Through here. Come on. Where is everyone? Dr. Macquarie? Professor Rostand? They are not your concern anymore. Archangel has closed Project Daedalus down. The machine will be sent to Berlin for study. Do you know what that machine is, Henderson, you fool? This is the embodiment of the true master race. The chance to unlock the full power of the mind, not merely in an individual, but in a race of people. Psychic potential handed down like any other hereditary trait. This is bigger than Archangel. Bigger than undermining the Allied effort in Canada. Bigger than the fall of North America. This is the dream of the Fuhrer made flesh, Henderson. Stand by my side. Work with me to bring this vision to glorious life. We shall take this triumph directly to the leadership. But first the work must be complete. Where are my men? They are frozen, like statues. Trapped within a single moment in time within their own minds and being loaded like cargo into a ministry truck downstairs. Ministry? The army hopes to harness their work for themselves. They may discover that these men have less than perfect recollections of much of it. I did a little advance work. I don't understand any of this. I'm told that I have trust issues. Henderson, I don't understand. You sold us out to the Canadians? Henderson sold nothing. He was the perfect dupe you always thought he was. His telepathic power made him the ideal communication hub. He ran the show for you. Don't be a fool. You're Henderson. This is Henderson's body, all right. His power to reach out is tremendous, but it leaves him terribly vulnerable. I've been wearing him like a puppet for the last two hours. No. It's impossible. The one called Dangerfield froze the scientists for me. Then the one named Wilson tore that power from Dangerfield's mind. Wilson was far too dangerous. I had Norman take care of him. I'm afraid they were both badly damaged in the process. How did you make them do this? They never questioned the orders. They knew that they had come from you. They arrived as telepathic messages from Henderson's own mind. They couldn't have known that Henderson was no longer in control. Who are you? Do you really have to ask? <laughs> that was unnecessary. Shooting your puppet brought you out into the open, you masked menace. Not one step closer. In its current form, the concentrated energies of this ray kills everything it touches. You can't throw that switch, Miss Archer. You see, my mind is in your mind. No, it isn't. They couldn't give me command of this mission if I were vulnerable to mental attack, Red Panda. The things they did to me. The horrors. You can't know. But it's why your puppet men couldn't find my mind. Why you couldn't reach me until I came looking for you. 
I may have failed in my mission, Red Panda. But I will have one final triumph. I will rid Archangel of his greatest enemy. I will destroy the Red Panda. Not today, you won't. Oh, hello. I thought you were rounding up henchmen. Hello, yourself. Were you just going to stand there and take it? I'm not actually standing here. I'm over there. But I'm talking right at you. You can't fool me like that. Apparently I can. She seemed quite confident in her ability to resist my power. I increased the intensity of my illusion. Do you smell smoke? Now that you mention it. It's a crazy what's-it machine. You fools! What have you done? The machine is overloading! Miss Archer, come away from that! I have to stop it. The power will kill us all. Squirrel, get down! Boss! Are you all right? Oh, just Peachy. Oh, what is that smell? Our Archangel of the Week. She seems to have absorbed most of the energy released by the blast. Uh-huh. And how much did we absorb? I'm sure we're fine. I'll run some tests. Tell me if you notice any latent telepathic powers developing. Why don't you try reading my mind right now? Get Baxter. Behave myself? Well, perhaps not right away. And that's the truth. Now imagine if I tried to embellish it. It's oddly specific. Well, I probably filled in a few gaps here and there. This was years ago. And what happened to the scientists? Or the machine? Government spent the rest of the war trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Didn't have any luck. How can you know that? It's classified. I know lots of things I'm not allowed to print, Ripka. It's the job. Trust me. Project Daedalus went into mothballs. Well... Somebody has pulled it out for springtime. The soothsayer case? The pattern fits. If I can prove that he has connections to Daedalus, then he isn't a fraud at all, and he's guilty. He killed those people, and he'll do it again. Then what are you standing around here for? You won't tell Kelly? I'll give you a little rope. Try not to get hung with it. Thanks, Chief. And don't call me Chief! And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 118, The Power of the Mind, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Christopher Mott, Andrea Lyons, Hero Van Harten, Stephen Burley, Clarissa Denetterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night.
classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.